What's up, Ron? Have I, uh, have I told you recently how much, uh, 2020 sucks? Oh, are you just hearing that Ron Jeremy got accused of a bunch of rapes? Uh, no, no, uh, that, when I, when I heard about that, it was probably the least surprising thing that I've heard in the last six months. Really? I mean, like, I don't mean to make light of, of something that serious, but at the same time, like when you're getting paid to plow Asia Carrera in the ass, uh, you know, you would think that you wouldn't need to, but then again, I guess when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. I don't, I mean, yeah. I don't know what. Uh, I mean, I'm right there with you. I also don't want to, um, you know, make any, any light of it, but it, you know, he he did kind of come into the game uh, way before the advent of everything that's out there now. And so sure. the idea of him, uh, you know, being engaged in some sort of, uh, what would you call it? Like... Uh, no, 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 no. Like a, uh, like a setup scene where um, it's intended to look like a struggle. Sure. Um, and and that being misinterpreted as unwanted advances. Um, it, it it's it would be the same with anybody else in that field, right? Like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody came out and accused any other uh, porn star of it just because that's the nature of the business. I don't, I mean, you know, I, obviously you want to believe the accusers and, and I mean, let's face reality. It's not like the guy wasn't like the definition of sleazeball. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. Look like a sure like fine with his shirt off, you know? Yeah. Uh, How that guy, I mean, it, it was a different time. That's all I'm going to say. It was. Very, very different time. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, over, over the last week since you and I talked, um, I I I made light of the uh you know all of the members of of Satan's inner circle coming together uh inside the seventh ring of hell that was the RNC but that whole thing just turned out to be even more just audaciously stupid than anything I could have ever imagined. Well, I mean, they didn't and, even bother to lay out an agenda because their agenda is, fuck it, we just do whatever Trump wants. Yeah, it, it, they, the Republican Party is officially dead. And it, it is the Trump Party. That's all that it is. There, there is no more Republican Party whatsoever. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> I mean, that's too bad, too, because, you know, I hear the Republicans really like to party. Oh, yeah. Guy to get things going. and. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's all around just it, it was awesome. And then, um, you know, if if there were <clears throat> excuse me, if there are any. If there was any sort of God to believe in, um, he had to go and take one of the only good things in this world in Chadwick Boseman. And this is true. It just, I, I think after 
after the shitty week that preceded it. Um, it it was just that was the straw that kind of broke the camel's back, and um, I just kind of lost it. I was just. I don't know. Wakanda forever, man. Yeah. It it's. You know, this stuff has been uh, everywhere since the news came out, and I'm not saying anything original that 100,000 people haven't already said, but, you know, for that man to be going through what he was going through for as long as he was going through it, right, to find out that he was diagnosed in 2016, um, and then continue to go on to do everything that he did um it's it's just amazing and uh it makes me feel like i haven't done shit with my life see this is the part i appreciate about you though is that you have i don't know if it's the time or the attention span or the fucks to give to find out about that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but Nothing. I knew nothing before this. I didn't know who he, you know, I mean, outside of, uh, outside of Black Panther, I couldn't honestly name anything that he's ever been in. Um, you know, I knew nothing about his personal life. I certainly thought he was phenomenal in Black Panther, but I learned a long time ago that you just enjoy the movie and you don't dig into the actor because eventually, uh, they become Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's just you don't want to dig into that kind of you know so i just i i myself intentionally oblivious yep yep well i mean but the thing with the thing with the cancer is that nobody knew nobody knew at all until the announcement came out right like the fact that he kept everything so closely guarded and well, especially good. like in in today's day and age the idea that you could keep that kind of a secret exactly exactly that's that's the part that is just so mind-blowing to me is like, if i had cancer tmz would be shoving a camera up my asshole <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, and they'd be finding a lot of other things in there in addition to the cancer, too. That's, well, that's probably true. <laughs> Look like the floor of my kid's playroom. Jeez, like, <laughs> so many damn toys up here. I, Shit. But I no, yeah. action figure somewhere. <laughs> Another um, Batman action story. Yeah. It's happening up there right now. Yeah. It's just it's playing itself out. And uh, you've uh, you let out a little fart and you know, it ends up being so toxic that it kills Thomas and Martha. And then, you know, now Bruce is avenging demons inside your butthole. <laughs> Wonder what's inside your butthole? Oh, we just figured that out. Case closed move on <laughs> so we okay so we have talked a lot of shit about a lot of superheroes mm-hmm. um you know mostly from dc and my irrational hatred of ant-man but what what we haven't discussed yet so i'm i'm sitting here right and i i binged uh, the first season of The Boys. Because the second season is about to come out. Yep. So I binged it. That, that and, coincidentally, I was looking at what the release date for season two was. That has been sitting right here on a sticky note since, like, episode two of this show for me to ask you about. It's just I been sitting it. here. My, on my whiteboard back here 
telling uh-huh. you that it's <laughs> so, so anyway I, so I had watched it previously but then I decided that I was going to binge it in anticipation of the upcoming season okay so and, I haven't I haven't had a chance for a rewatch yet so I yeah. just have my um, it was like watching one episode per day over my lunch hour um, probably well, this is definitely way pre pre COVID. So I mean, we're talking maybe nine, ten months ago. So I might okay. be, I might be hazy on some stuff. That's but. okay. We so, so I did this, but then I I misjudged the amount of fucks I actually give about being productive. Oh, uh, okay. And and so I finished my binge early. And I had nothing else. So then I went back and started watching uh, Misfits. I don't know if you've seen that one. I am not familiar with Misfits. Okay. You, you should watch it. I'll send you a link. It's a uh, uh, summary, basically. A bunch of uh, British kids that get community service. And then they get caught out in a rainstorm, and it gives them superpowers. Okay. Um, and they're, let's face it, they're basically shit superpowers, or, well, they're shit at using their superpowers. Um, okay. It's very, very funny. Um, I, I thought, uh, absolutely great show. Um, it's very much in that British humor wheelhouse that I love. Um and and what, uh, which one of the eight bazillion streaming services is this on? I don't. It's Netflix or Hulu or something like that. One of them. <laughs> That's super helpful. I do you know how many streaming services I have now? I, it's all of them. All of yeah, them. If they're I out know. there. There's one show on it that is worth getting, and then so you get them and you're like, okay, I'm gonna get this and watch it for you know, a month and then I'm just going to cancel it. And then you never cancel it, you know? Yep. No, I hear you. It's, it's eels. It's all eels. So, so I watch it, uh, and and I'm rewatching it and it makes me start thinking that one, everything I'm watching anymore is related to a superhero. Like, I'm only watching this show. Uh, you know, I'm excited about the boys, but I'm excited about the boys because, like, there's no new Marvel content right now. And there's, you know, there's, we're like trapped in COVID, so there's nothing happening. So we can't get new Marvel content. And so I'm jonesing for a superhero. And I'm now I'm watching British superheroes, you know? Mm-hmm. Which, as, Sad and pathetic as that might be, um, it makes me think that for all of the discussion of superheroes that we've done on here, what we've never really talked about is if you could have a superpower, what superpower would you want? Oh, boy. Make it up, whatever you want. Your superpower. That's a good question. Huh. 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 Well, so not to deflect off of that, because um, we'll come right back to that. But so we're talking about the 2009 to 2013 series Misfits. A group of young offenders doing community service get struck by lightning during a storm and begin to develop superpowers. That would 100% be the show I'm talking about. Interesting. Okay, so it's a it's a was a five season show. Um, yeah, ran through two thousand thirteen. Um, yeah, so I thought this was a bit. Uh, or I thought this was a newer thing that I just hadn't heard of, and it turns out, it's an older thing that um, would fall into what I would consider the black void of basically anything having to do with um pop culture at all um my first child 
was born in 2008. And from 2008 until probably right up until, like, May of 2012. And I say that because that was right when Avengers came out. Um, right in there, there's just kind of a big, giant black hole. Um, that other than the, like, four Marvel movies, I couldn't tell you what was on TV at the time. I couldn't tell you what movies were coming out. It, it's just, yeah, if there's anything in that period. And that, that fits, like, right into it. So, um, See, and I get and, that, you know, but it's, but for me, it's British TV, and that's, like, my weakness. Like, mm-hmm. you, you asked me about, you know, what's on whatever crappy reality TV show is here, and I could care less what's on Big Brother or Jersey Shore or whatever the fuck it is, right? Mm-hmm. But if you ask me who the best Doctor Who is, uh, <laughs> you know, that's David Tennant, fight me. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, so. Yep. Well, I think anybody who's who's listened to this show um would would already know that um david Tennant, yeah yeah um also derailing because that's what i like to do when i need to stall um did (laughs) did we talk about good omens on here after i had watched it oh my god i don't think we did okay all right we'll we'll come back to that um, and, and, you know, out of the, the seven people that listen to us, we, we know that they're religious listeners and they're, they're probably like, yeah, you already talked about that. Don't talk about it again. But since we only have seven listeners, it, it doesn't really matter, uh, if we talk about it again. So, um, okay. So just to wrap you know that what, up, actually, misfits, if we piss off the people that listen to us, like, first off, there's not enough to form an angry mob anyway. So, I mean, whatever, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Which, that's too bad. Too bad. I, I like an angry mob. I'd like that's to see true. that happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Misfits is available on Hulu, which means that uh, I won't be able to watch it unless I go and attach another eel to myself and finally break down and get Hulu. So, I can just put attach my eel to you. Oh. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? And even something that I could just make up. Yeah, you're not you're not confined by like the A list tier of superpowers or anything. Like mm-hmm. you can this is a superpower. Like you can you can invent your own too. That's fine. Yeah. Roll your own. Batman super crying over your parents. Uh, But that sounds so appealing. Like, I'm just, I'm so emo to begin with. Like, (laughs) it just, it would fit so well. Um, It's, it's really tough um, to pick something. What I can say right off the top of my head that if you would have asked me this at any point from me being like four to 10 to 12 years old, I would have hands down without a doubt. If I could only pick one thing, what would it be? You know, cause you, you could take the cheap route and just say like, you know, I want to be Superman. Right, and then you get all the things rolled up, right? The flying, the ice breath, the laser eyes, you know, everything. Um, but if if I could pick one thing, I mean, is and... Spider Man a superpower? <laughs> well, that that's that's the thing, right? Like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna cheat, uh, but that would be more like if you could be a superhero, which one would you be? Um, I I would have absolutely said flying sure flying's a great power up until like that pre-adolescence went away flying 
would have absolutely been it. I always wanted to fly. We, my brother and I would go out in the backyard and we had this like two story jungle gym thing. And I would go jumping off of that with an old red blanket that I had that I would use as a cape. Um, it's amazing to me that I did not kill myself. Um, or at the very least, like break a leg or something. Um, but uh, I, ap- I absolutely wanted flying ability. Um, you know what Douglas Adams has to say about that? Flying uh, I... is just throwing yourself at the ground and missing. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, I wanted to have the ability to fly um, right up until the point that I got my first boner. And then at that point, it immediately switched to x-ray vision for sure. I, I absolutely wanted to have x-ray vision. For sure. Do you think like invisibility so you could be a creeper? Uh, invisibility definitely, that definitely, um, it, it played in and was, was probably, you know, probably a contender at some point. I mean, as um, long as someone doesn't stuff a lump of C4 up your ass, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which somehow the whole invisibility thing, right? Like it, you've got the C4 up your ass. Like, I mean, whatever it is, but everything else, like everything turns invisible. Like it's like some sort of, uh, you know, mirror reflective thing where I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't get how it works, but anyway. Why would everything not turn invisible? I don't know. It just seems so weird. It's a his clothes are becoming invisible. This isn't Jessica Alba stripping down and being invisible, but then still wearing underwear. Like, sure, but the the um, the the like the C four is not a natural part of his body. No, but it's in him. So it's right. like covered by the fact that he's invisible. I suppose. I, I don't know. It just. I mean, otherwise, like everything you ever ate would still be visible when you were invisible, too. That, that's true. That's true. I mean, it'd probably be easier for the doctor to figure out what's wrong with you, but. <laughs> but only probably because they're. I see what it you is. Know. You got a Batman action figure stuck in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> they. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Most most doctors though I still I don't even think they would be able to to figure it out. It's just a bunch of clueless hacks, but anyway. Um the invisibility portion uh, that would have definitely played in at some point. I I think the x-ray vision kind of took over um when you know in invisibility still presents too much risk right like the ability not the ability but the probability of being caught because you're you're breaking into somewhere or maybe you're not necessarily breaking in but you're just pounding off but you're right. invisible Right, and you're somewhere that you shouldn't necessarily be, um, and what and what if something goes wrong, right? And and your invisibility turns well, off. All of a sudden, they're me too and the invisible man. And... Exactly, it's just rough, rough all around. So, if I were to pick now, I don't know. Um, I've I've been trying to think through the options. Um, but I, I think 
just off the cuff, because I've already delayed for about 15 minutes here, um, I would have to go with... Um, I would have to go with Wolverine's healing ability. See, that's, that surprises me just a little bit coming from you. Well, and I'll I'll tell you why. And mostly it's because of where I am right now in the fact that I am just so like physically exhausted and tired and my body hurts and I'm getting old, right? Um, John Roderick has talked a lot about the the UFOs coming and um, him being the the not the not the grandmaster. What's the term that he uses? Uh, but being essentially the spokesperson for the aliens, right? They're going to need somebody to be that intermediary in between. And why not him? Um, very I think so. Yeah. I think so. But uh, in, in, in the conversations that him and Merlin have about the possible technology that they bring with them, right, is what they bring with is like a, a Star Trek-style transporter. Right, but in instead of like transporting you from one place to another, right? You just you kind of get up on the pad, and you stand there, and they engage the system, right? And what it does is it it goes through your body and it repairs all of the things that need to be repaired, right? That torn cartilage in your knee from the ski accident when you were a kid. Right, the the fracture on your clavicle from when you fell out of the tree that you know kind of gives you pain when you're uh, when you're when the weather changes or something, right? Like all this old man shit. Why the fuck didn't they use this on Picard? <laughs> you know, just teleport the tumor out of his brain. But it's not it's not a it's not a teleporter. That's the thing that it Star Trek doesn't have it. Because those UFOs aren't as... Assembling you and reassembling you atom by atom. Like, just uh-huh. don't reassemble the tumor. <laughs> you know, this seems to be um, a large, logical, um, just complete oversight within the Star Trek universe. I think we need to start a petition. Okay. Someone out there is listening... Get me Simon Pegg's phone number. <laughs> we need to have a talk, Scotty. Right? If anybody is going to be able to, you know, make some sort of sense about this, it's going to be him. Um, even though it doesn't look like a Star Trek four is going to happen with the reboot cast, uh, we can still get him involved somehow with whatever they're going to do. so anyway now being an old man um that healing power just seems so attractive to me so attractive i don't see you always struck me as the kind of guy who would want to hasten the end not uh not delay it it definitely, definitely depends on the day. That is, that is for sure. <laughs> and, oh, man, like this weekend, it was just, oh, man, was it a depressing time in this household. Um, it, but, oh, man, yeah, some days. But now, some it's, days. now it's Taco Tuesday, and you're just, you're drowning in chalupas. Oh, yeah. I'll live forever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So All right. So what what would your superpower be? My superpower. So my superpower works like this. You know Mystique's power? Yes. Okay. 
I have the ability to grant Mystique's power to other people on like a temporary basis. Like, like I'm like, okay, uh, you can have Mystique's power for like 15 minutes. Use it, get yourself assembled however you want, and then you lose the power and you're stuck in that form. Oh, what if what if you change back? Like, is is it one of those like whatever form? Like, can you constantly keep changing like she can? Do you only like, get one choice? I could grant you the power again. Okay. So I can't use the power myself directly. Okay. I have to give the power to someone else. Uh huh. So so I give the power to you, and you've got fifteen minutes to transform yourself into whatever you want, and then you lose the power and it comes back to me to give to someone else. But only one time. Well, I could give it back to you another time. But you're, but you're saying only one time. Yeah. Is it always, is it always 15 minutes? Yeah, you gotta set some kind of parameter, right? Could be 15 minutes, could be half an hour, whatever. Not, what? not a huge... What happens if you're accidentally just thinking about something like, I don't know, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and you don't mean to turn into the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, you were just thinking about the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, now you're screwed? Well, that's a you problem, not a me like... problem. <laughs> this power sucks! <laughs> It's great. What all you do with that power? You can all the tail you want with that power. This episode of Eat a Bag of Dicks is brought to you by, well, us. Hi, everybody. It's Ron here. Look, getting a new show up and off the ground is not easy. We don't have any real sponsors at this point, but it still doesn't hurt to throw in a little shameless self promotion. Greg and I have no plan to kid ourselves into turning this stuff into a full-time gig, but there are still costs associated with getting this podcast and the other stuff we're going to do off the ground. Wait, what's that you say, Ron? Other stuff? You bet your sweet ass there's going to be more. But at this point, you can interact with us on most of the different media platforms at Eat a Bag Podcast. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. We have a dedicated subreddit, a Discord, eatabagpodcast.com or plain old email eatabagpodcast at gmail.com and for those of you that are the most generous of all we've set up a patreon at patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast to help support the costs of hosting and publishing the show and the other stuff coming in the future too of course once again that's patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast thanks again to well us for sponsoring our own show. Now, back to it. Uh, no, but, but that's the thing. Outside of Weight Watchers. You, what? You could make a killing with that power just standing outside of Weight Watchers. You know, you're not happy with your body? Here, I'm going to give you 15 minutes to, you know, and, and turn yourself into whatever you want, you know. Give me, give me, you know, a hundred thousand dollars here. Then it's painless surgery. You get to pick whatever you want to look like, and there you go. I don't think anybody standing outside of a Weight Watchers has got a hundred grand to just drop. Like you advertise it, you, you know, <laughs> right there, like. And then, and then everyone's going in and they're like, Hey, I heard about this guy that can just, you know, like poof and, and you look like whatever you want, you know? Yeah. I, I can just the hear the most plastic surgeon real <laughs> easy. I, uh, yeah, I can just imagine like the used car, uh, type commercials, on you know tv come on down this weekend greg's gonna be standing outside the weight watchers (laughs) sunday 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 i get one of those wacky flailing inflatable tube man yeah (laughs) 
And then anytime someone gets distracted by it and accidentally turns themselves into one, then I get another one. <laughs> Who's watching the tube man? And then poof, now I got two tube men. Pretty soon, you you basically then just become like Ursula in The Little Mermaid, and you have like your little collection of and instead of like withered down mer people you've just got your collection of inflatable dancing people that got distracted and it's just like your little private garden that you take with you i mean i gotta say it's refreshing to be compared to ursula for once and have it not be a, a weight or body hair <laughs> disney did a good job of uh not really highlighting the body hair in the animated movie but it definitely was an issue for sure you know that she was hairy af oh yeah no way no way she wasn't (laughs) um hmm. i mean and don't get me started on on the octopus beak um that that's a very interesting choice i mean and huh. yeah and and you because you don't ever want the power for yourself you just want right. to be I can't able use it myself i mean yeah. i would like to use it myself but i can't use it myself that's uh-huh. the issue because there's always got to be restrictions right so always. i had to put some kind of like realism into it right i can't use it myself I can only give it to other people. Huh. Huh. So even even when you're you're touching yourself, and I mean touching yourself, it just it never transforms or transfers into a usable thing for you. That's sad. Well, I I can't just be touching myself and thinking about you and then things start transforming. It doesn't work that way. It'd be only, quite the show, though. Only something I can use for others. <laughs> because you know me, I'm, I'm a humanitarian and I want to help others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is officially the funniest thing that you've ever said on the show. <laughs> officially. Oh, good lord. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, I'm trying to like think through if there's, there's just so many damn superheroes and so many different powers that are, are available. If I wanted to do any sort of last minute change of, of my vote. But from where I sit today, um, it would, yeah, it would just really be nice to not feel so goddamn broken all the time. Um. See, I just think, I think from where we are, right, like, there's a saturation of the market in superheroes, mm-hmm. right? And, and so what interests me is the more B-tier superheroes, or even C-tier superheroes, you know? Sure. Uh and, and the shortcomings of their powers and how they use them. Because, you know, okay, so you've got your, your A-listers, you know, uh, your Iron Man, your Spider-Man, and then you've got your B-listers. Well, now, that... I mean, Iron Man was never an A-lister superhero until 2008, let's be honest. He was always in the Avengers. But even so, he, he was still, I mean, at best a b-lister right but you know for most of most of his tenure he has he has not been where he is now because of of where where the movies have taken him that's fair the movies have catapulted him in in a crazy way um but then then you've got your your b-listers your daredevil your luke cage you know your defenders right that's Mm -hmm your B-list, um, and then you start getting into your, like, Squirrel Girl, and, you know, like, I would love to see a Squirrel Girl movie. I'd watch Absolutely. that. For sure. I mean, 
you know, you start getting down into those superheroes where they have like, they have powers, but they're not like, they're not save the world powers, right? They're like, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the Avengers kind of have the save the world powers. The Defenders kind of have the, well, let's just save like our little part of New York powers, mm-hmm. right? But I'm talking about the people that have the like, you know, maybe I could stop a mugging powers, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, uh, like, I mean, Avengers be damned, Hawkeye is a C-list superhero, okay? His, his mm-hmm. power is he's really good at archery. Like, yeah. There are lots of people that are really good at archery. None of them wear purple tights. <laughs> oh, no, but... Wrong here. Come on. Yeah, that, that kick-ass... Uh, that kick-ass headdress that he's normally wearing that goes along with it as well. Like, that's some good stuff. That is some straight RuPaul shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then you have your irrational hatred of Ant-Man, you know, and... I don't I don't hate Ant-Man. I hate whatever jackass was put in charge of the physics of the Ant-Man movies. Like, whoever it was okay. at Marvel that they sat them down and they said, okay, I need you to read all of these comic books and I need you to come up with some plausible way that pin particles work. And he was just like... Yeah, instead of that, I'm just going to go, you know, anally rape donkeys for a couple hours and then come back and make up whatever the fuck I want. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. There's there's absolutely no consistency to his powers. There's no consistency to even in how they're explained to how they behave. Like, if... The, the explanation we get in the movie is you shrink, but you retain your mass. Mm-hmm. If you shrink and retain your mass, how the fuck can you carry a tank in your pocket? It still mm-hmm. weighs as much as a tank. <laughs> you can't cart around a building. You can't jump on someone's gun. Like, th- this is not how physics works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not even getting into the ridiculous Mobius strip time travel shit. From, you can't, I mean, you know, Ant-Man was the, I mean, you know, he brought up the idea. Scott Lang, you know, came to Tony with it, right? But that, that's all on Tony. Oh, no, I blame Tony 100% for that. Absolutely. All right. But whatever, like, I, I like the Ant-Man movies. I like Ant-Man as a character. I like uh, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. Like, it's phenomenal. But the movie is so bad. Just so bad. I mean, I'm waiting for the next movie. They're just going to shrink a black hole and, like, I don't know, pop it up his nose or something, you know? And everything's cool. And so by the time that you get to Ant-Man, it's just like, fuck it. Fuck it. You know, he's, he's a guy who gets tiny. That's what he does. The thing is, when Spider-Man steps on a spider, the spider gets squished. He doesn't ride the spider around town. Because the because spider's not as... Fucking yeah. person. And gets squished. <laughs> That's true. If... If Ant-Man tried to ride an ant, that ant would be squished. He would be like, you're a fucking dick, Ant-Man. What are you doing jumping on my back? Fuck you. If he really still weighed the 200 or, you know, so pounds that he does. But then sure. if he doesn't, but then if he doesn't weigh 200 pounds, then he can't run off the end of the gun and punch the guy. It'd be like getting hit in the face with a fly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. might be slightly irritating, like, damn thing tried to fly into my eyeball. But, uh, you know, it's not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, it's Maybe a magical it thing. Shot, but it's not going to, you know, it's not knocking you out. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, At least with all of the other characters, they they established their their power set and kept it consistent. Okay. Or at least far more consistent than they did with Anne. But see, I I think I think that they did keep it consistent though. Whether you think that that the upfront explanation and the way that physics works doesn't jive with the way that the movie's physics works, like that's a perfectly valid argument, but I don't think that they really swayed from that at all in either the original or the sequel or even within Endgame, right? Like, they they still kept that... Directly explained it. There's exposition explaining how pin particles work, Mm -hmm. and then they do exactly the opposite thing. Right, but that's... That's a different argument from not keeping his powers consistent... Like, throughout the movies. Okay, okay. Okay, let let me back up. Because I I see where you're going, and you're right. Um, Their explanation of his powers and what they show on screen are not consistent. Mm -hmm. What they show on screen is a consistent pile of shit. (laughs) And this is coming from someone who absolutely loves... Paul Rudd as Ant-Man and and the character and what they did with it is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Plus Michelle Pfeiffer as the Wasp. Well, the original the, Wasp. The I was going to yeah. say, the original Wasp, yeah. Yep. We're not going to get into the fact that a 90-pound woman can't fly on wings that are the size of a gnat's. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that. Um, yeah, yep, very, very good choice there, totally agree, I, I am more than willing to blame, uh, the fact that Marvel could not sort their shit out properly with Edgar Wright, to be able to do his version of Ant-Man that he wanted to do, and the fact that uh, people had to come in and do rewrites on the script, um, and that's what I will blame it all on, is that it would have been perfectly fine if if Edgar Wright had been allowed to, to continue and finish his movie. But... All of that as being long as said, someone for me to blame, then I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm you, fine. Yeah, you can you can blame Marvel as a whole. You can blame Feige for ousting him. Um, you can blame them both for just you know not getting along. Um, but but th- that's what you get out of it is you get um, disconnected shit like this. So. But, but you brought up you brought up Thor. I did. And Thor brings me back to Neil Gaiman. Okay. And you and and you wanted to go there. Well, the the one thing that I was just going to say real quick okay. is that um, the the um. What was I going to say? Sorry. No. Oh, the 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 first Ant-Man movie in particular. Um you know, both both of them are they're delightful movies. Oh, absolutely. The the first one in particular after after having come off of the the run that included um 
you know, you had Iron Man 3, you had Winter Soldier, you had Thor the Dark World, right? You had Guardians of the Galaxy, which was also pretty damn good, right? Um, And then you had Ultron, which was mediocre at best, right? And... Don't get me started on what a poorly conceived villain Ultron was. It just... I... I'm sure that this is... It's probably out there somewhere, but I I don't know... I, I don't know if it actually has ever really been discussed. Like, was Joss the one that picked Ultron? Or did the studio say, all right, Avengers 2, Ultron is the baddie, go write it right like i mean i there have been plenty of stories about how involved disney was or i I guess marvel disney as a whole right but like the marvel execs kevin feige in particular about it needs to have this it needs to have this you know in order to continue setting up all of this universe which yeah as we talked about before is a complete double-edged sword you know you take the iron man 2 shit show and just cramming shield down your face right because you have to do this world building um to get to avengers right but you know the reason why joss said he would never come back you know because it was just such a shit show but so you you go through all of that and and even with guardians right guardians is light it's fun um you know there's a lot of really good action in it but it's also a huge ensemble cast you're you're leaning into thanos and trying to start you know expand like introducing his character like actually getting him involved right and ant-man is just this you know pardon the pun but this small little movie Right, and it's just this comedy heist movie that was perfectly and and your criticisms about physics aside, right? But the the style of writing and the comedy just so perfectly written for Paul Rudd, right? And the ability for him to get in there and and just shine it's it's just still such a delight in general oh i agree take take away the physics complaints and beautiful movie love it absolutely love i'm just marvel please call neil degrasse tyson before you write the next script (laughs) you know but it's a comic book we need Black Science Guy to, to set him straight. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. Getting back to it. Um, I... Now, before, before we jump into... Uh, but before we jump into um, Good Omens, mm-hmm. how familiar are you with his work in general? Uh, like, have you seen um, American Gods or, I mean, nope. what else did he, Coraline was another one of his? No? Nope. Okay. Nope, not, not familiar really at all. Okay, um, so I guess the connection to Thor probably doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's okay. Nope, nope, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, watch American Gods after you're done watching Misfits. Okay, I'll just end it, or I will, I'll just, uh, never-ending list of things yes. that I can't even <laughs> keep up on. But, in any case, um, this also has been quite a while since I have actually seen the show. Um, 
but we, you know, only six episodes, not that much to get through, but beautiful episodes, amazing. It was such a joy to like it. It just everything about it, like it flowed so seamlessly through the different time periods, right? Like, obviously, you start off at the very beginning, and you you go through some of that, but it is, you know, each one of the episodes had its, like, kind of introductory moment, you know, where you'd be back at a different part in time, um, and you'd see... Crowley and Aziraphale, like, you'd see them, you know, like, there was the one in the, um, you know, back in the the Gladiator Stadium or whatever it was, and they happened to run into each other, right? And it's not something that you have to, like, um, that you have to cram everything into, like, here's an episode one, and then at the end of episode one, you're, like, in the present time, right? Like, you're weaving it in, and... You know, you can tell, like, right from the beginning, they are, they are, they're there from the Garden of Eden, right? Like, from day number one, you know, and just the little things, like, like, is there a fellow giving him the flaming sword, right? And, like, where's the sword? Oops. Like, oh, uh, uh, I don't, I must have misplaced it. Like, you know, just all of that stuff, um... And, and so, you know, like, from from the Garden of Eden, like, right there, like, obviously these guys have a backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And so you could immediately connect to that. But then every episode, it continues to build more and more and more. And when it gets to the point of where Crowley doesn't want things to happen, you know, he doesn't want the end to come right it's totally believable right because yeah he's this bad guy but he's really not that bad overall right and it's like so yeah it it was an absolute delight to watch um i was yeah super happy that that you recommended it and and that we we took the time to watch it Oh, yeah, no, that show was was just, it was beautiful. Um, and, I mean, well, you know me, anything with David Tennant in it, I'm going to watch it, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, so, yep. Well, that's just the way it is. But uh, that show, it was so well written, so well acted. Um, and, and if you like it, um, then I would definitely say go watch uh, American Gods. Okay. That it's, uh, it's, it's less comedy, um, but it does have a lot of that same, like, backstory building on everything, and Mm -hmm. it's got Gino in it, so, you know, there's that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. There, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, and for me, anything with John Hamm in it. I, I, yeah, yeah. I freaking love John Hamm. Um, and, uh, I even liked him in Mad Men at the end when, you know, when the show had gone on far too long and it should have ended like two seasons earlier, but it didn't. Yeah. Everything was just dragging. Still liked him. Yep. 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 That definitely, that definitely kept going longer than it should he was definitely like the the biggest reason why um why i kept watching um i mean you can't really go wrong with um um what's her name christina Hendricks. oh man i'm i'm not like I'm not like a huge redhead guy, but for some reason, I really love Christina Hendricks. She's really good. 
really. Who's the author from that? I can never remember her name. The who? The what? The the other girl that like started out as his assistant or whatever. Um, Elizabeth Moss. Um, yeah. Who and, plays uh, Peggy? Peggy. Peggy. There you go. Uh, I, I gotta say, I am not the biggest fan. I I know that she's made quite the career for herself um and a lot of people really enjoy her but to me she plays the same character in everything yeah yeah like i like yeah she she's always the the ugly insecure girl that's beaten up and unsure of herself and whatever like that's she's so typecast into that i would really love to see her do something else you know? Yep. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah. The the one other one that I don't know why I just didn't think of it off the top of my head uh, is John Slattery. Like, mm-hmm. he too is just... Like, he's, he's great in that show and he's great in general. Um, I think the first movie that i saw him in was um the adjustment bureau with matt damon and emily blunt and like from that moment i was just like this guy's awesome he's great and then when he took on the mantle of of howard stark like i like lost my shit in the theater watching iron man 2 like i was like oh crap they got john slattery to do howard stark now and you know so you knew he was going to continue to pop up throughout the you know even though he's dead right you gotta always find a way to to bring back the 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 dead characters but well yeah it's a comic book movie like right the 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 comic books and soap operas right you got to bring back the dead character that's Mm -hmm. The only way it works. Yep. Yep. In fact, I think the only thing the Marvel Universe is missing now is, well, no, because Hulk had amnesia. So, yeah, <laughs> they're they're full on. I mean, um, have you guys watched um, have you guys watched Veep? No. Oh, man. That that is some so when when the when the whole quarantine started, um, HBO did this thing through I think it was April where they put a bunch of shows in front of the paywall, and they they did like The Sopranos and a couple other you know like some older TV shows, um, but one of them that they put um, in front of the paywall was Veep. And we had started watching it many years ago and we had gotten through like two seasons because it was, it was on prime for a while, but they only had the first two seasons. And so we're like, well, we're stuck at home. We're not going anywhere for a month. We may as well just start binging through this. So we watched the entire series in the month of April, got through the whole thing, but, uh, John Slattery was in, um, he was in a number of episodes. Like he, he wasn't like a main part of it, but he came in as a, just like this complete sleazeball, like corporate billionaire working the government type of thing. And he ends up getting into a relationship with Selena Kyle or Selena Kyle. <laughs> wrong, <is> a... <laughs> wrong universe. Was Selena... Batman story in that show too? <laughs> oh, there absolutely is, for sure. Uh, and it ends up with Selena Kyle uh, killing killing his parents. Um, <laughs> no, Selena Meyer, who is played by Julia Louis Dreyfus. She is the titular Veep, right? So, right. 
Um, he's he's in a relationship with her, um, and uh, yeah, just just plays a complete dirtbag, and it's it's so great. It's so. And speaking of dirtbags, all right. One one other thing before we wrap up here. Have you watched um, on Amazon the Night Manager? No. Do I need to watch this? I can watch this. Uh, another six episode show. Okay. Right. And the two key players in it: Tom Hiddleston and okay. Hugh and Hugh Laurie. Well, say Hugh Laurie. Yeah, I know. There. I know. And we just finished it up on. I think it was like Friday or something, and I wanted to make sure to ask you about it tonight because I thought for sure with it being Hugh Laurie. Right. Um, that that you would have already seen it. Uh, I was so excited for Avenue 5 when that was coming out because yeah. Hugh Laurie yeah. was in it, and I was like, I've got to watch this. No, yeah. I need to go. I need to drink a lot more and go binge this right now. <laughs> Yep. I don't, I've run out of things because like, okay, so I, I sit here and I'm working and whatever, and I put on the, on the iPad a show or whatever while I'm, you know, working, um, and let things go. And, and I've run out of, uh, like there's no new content because Hollywood has been shut down, you know, everything has been shut down. I've been binge watching old episodes of absolutely fabulous, you know, uh, yeah. Like, I not that that's not a great show, but uh, that's that's how hard up I think America is for entertainment at this point. There's just there's nothing left. There there isn't even reality TV being made. Nope. Nope. Which I'm fine with that. I mean, I guess I'd rather have no TV than reality TV, but still. I I think we're all fine with that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, well, we—I was gonna say that we can we can cross one thing uh, off of this this long running future list um, that I've had going since since the beginning of the show, but we didn't even end up actually talking about the boys. Um, and maybe that's better since season two is, is coming out and, and that might change things. One of the things I, I, I don't know where this came from or why this is in here, but, um, what do you think about, uh, this is completely off subject from everything that we've been talking about tonight, but it's, it was on the future list that at one point I wanted to ask you about, what do you think about people who use the letter H in the word sink. What? There's no H in sink. Well. There's also no R in wash. 